Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chick Cat Podcast. Um, we are here with our, our usual guest, um, co-host Junior. Hello, everybody. Hello, and we are also here with Tim. Right, mate. <laughs> and also this week we have a very special guest. Uh, an absolute legend in, in our friendship community, a guy from across the pond um, who flew over and stays on this side of the pond now. <laughs> the one, the only, Brian. Hello. Say hello, Ryan. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so, you know, as we do over here, we like to have a, a little icebreaker just to get things get things moving. And my question for for you lot today is popcorn. Do you prefer sweet, salty, or mixed? So, Junior, what's your opinion? <clears throat> okay, so like, oh, okay. So basically, <clears throat> don't want it to become a whole saga in it. Like back in the day, like it used to be, it used to be toffee in it. And I was like, no, it's getting a bit too sickly. So then I switched to sweet. I was like, this is kind of banging still. But now, I, I my official stance is mixed because like it's a nice, <clears throat> it's like a nice amalgamation in it. You get like a little bit sweet, a little bit salty. It's just like tasty, tasty. Not too much of either. So I, I, I got mixed. Mm, nice, Tim. What's your opinion? Um, my opinion is mixed as well. I'm not gonna dilly dally. Yeah, mixed. Um, I, you know, I would prefer toffees, my preferred, but um, in terms of I have mixed because it's the best of both worlds, and then you get your drink. But yeah, it's been ages since I've been in the cinema to even have popcorn there, and yeah, but mixed. <laughs> great, great, great. Ryan, what's what's your opinion? Yeah, for popcorn, well, because I grew up in America, so like usually we just have it with, with butter and stuff. But um, but I would usually just go salty. That's just me. But um, going to like different theaters back in the states, they had like so many like good like um toppings that you could put on the popcorn. I remember it had like um, I think it was like a, a candy. I think it was called Airheads, but like they had like a flavor where you could just pour it on the popcorn and just have like a nice sweet and sour taste to it it was it was incredible I ain't gonna lie <laughs> wow <laughs> you know what wow. America when it comes to flavors just like it's like a child it's like you know what I like this and this just put it together <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's nice. that sounds amazing I think um, I'm the same as, as as you guys mainly I like mixed I think it's just it's the best of both worlds, as, as Miley Cyrus would say. Um, but yeah, sweet and salty is is the best. If if you if you go one way, yes, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, as we're kind of on the topics of movies, it kind of flows into to this episode. So in this episode, as you can see by the title, um, it's all about trilogies. So, the first question, um, which I'm going to go to Tim first, is what is the best movie trilogy in your opinion? Um, 
I wouldn't. I, I would say more of a modern um, trilogy, but simply the Planet of the Apes trilogy. Hmm. Okay. We'll get we'll get more into your opinions a bit later. Um, Ryan, what's what's your answer? Okay, mine's a little bit of a hot take, but um, when it comes to trilogies, I have to say the um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's. Ooh. So, so Junior, um, what about you? What's your? Well, if I'm honest, I was thinking about this, uh, and I had three different trilogies in mind. Um, I'm kind of stuck now, just between two. But I'm gonna go with Captain America trilogy. Ooh, that is that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so now, now for my answer, I've kind of just been <laughs> I've been at this answer like all week pretty much. But um, my my best trilogy is gonna have to be the Madagascar trilogy. <laughs> I just, I just actually, I think it's good, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into the into that into that now as um we go into our our second question. So, Junior, um, as you mentioned the <coughs> America trilogy, in your opinion, why why do you think it's it's the best trilogy? Yeah, for me, um, I think the Captain America trilogy has a really nice character progression um, and character development uh, for Steve Rogers. Um, and I felt like the the trilogy matured him and also the MCU as well. Um, I really liked how Captain America was kind of like just the soldier in the beginning in um, you know the first Avenger, but then like it became a spy thriller in the win- in the Winter Soldier, and like he was becoming a different character almost. Like he was more in tune with what the world was like in the modern setting, but. He was still learning about what things were like. And I liked how um, they reintroduced Bucky and everything. And then Civil War, I was like, this is not going to work. But I was so scared it wasn't going to work, I should say. But then they just pulled it off. Like, they they introduced Spider-Man and Black Panther in one film. Yet neither of them felt like they were rushed. Neither of them felt incorrect. They added heaps more um, conflicts that were kind of building up from Age of Ultron. It felt like a better Avengers movie to me than Age of Ultron was. And it it, it, was, it just worked really well. I felt like it, uh, yeah, I just felt like it, It funnily enough, it was his the end of his own individual films, but his story still continued. But the way that they ended the trilogy was really nice. That was opened up for his return when he would come back in Avengers Infinity War. So yeah, I just felt like the, the trilogy is just, it's just a really nice progression upwards um, for for a character that a lot of people didn't really know before then. They introduced him really well and then they made him someone everyone really kind of started to kind of get to know and get to like through through his trilogy. So yeah, that's who mine is. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Very, very good points. So um, speaking of superhero superhero trilogies, Ryan, why do you why would you say the Tobey Maguire trilogy is the best? I feel like for me, the reason why I kind of like the Tobey Maguire's um, Spider-Man's is because I feel like out of the Spider-Man's that we have up to this point, I feel like Tobey Maguire, in my opinion, is actually one of the good Spider-Man's that we had. Um, not to mention, I do kind of like um, some of the set pieces that we have in there, such as like 
um, like how, um, um, yeah, how Peter Parker ended up um, getting his powers, and some of the some of the fight scenes were kind of cool. Um, not gonna lie, there are some moments that we don't talk about, like the whole dancing thing in um, Spider-Man Three. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we, don't talk about, <laughs> we don't talk about that. But other than that, um, yeah, like if I was to pick out my favorite out of the two, is definitely the second one because um, at least because if you think about it, when, when in terms of like perspective, when it comes to heroes, like um, it's just like one of those things where as a hero would it be um, feasible for you to be in a relationship knowing that you have a whole group of people out there that's going you know basically going to take their turns to try to kill you and of course you have your responsibility of, of doing what you can to keep um where you're living safe but at the same time so there's certain consequences as a hero that you um that does happen where is it do I continue being a hero or do I just forget this and just focus on you know find you know being somebody that I care for but yet at the same time causing you know just causing dangers happening happening within the town that I live in but other than that that's just me personally I just feel like the Tobey Maguire films were just certain, something that I just grew up watching and I enjoyed and I still too, and I still go back to watch every, you know time and time again but that's just me though hmm. yeah yeah I think those are those are very very solid I think like the fact that it came out so long ago and we had so many Spider-Man since then but they still they still stand at the time even even parts of three. <laughs> okay um so now Tim what about you um well the Planet of the Apes trilogy I think it had a lot of good things so I mean look at me notes um one thing was the music was really really well done um but it i well my notes um say it was beautiful and very emotive so yeah um they <laughs> it captured a lot of what was going on so if it was a strong moment it was more of a you know exploration moment um if it was a sad moment that was captured as well um the different actors um, always got immersed into their roles as well. But obviously, um, Andy Circus needs a, a special shout out. But um, another thing I really liked was the transition from the first film to the second one. Um, they, mm. they they did what a lot of film franchises can't do. They had a whole different other lead in the second the sequel film. But the audience was able to connect with them and stuck with them the whole film. So movies that have tried to do this, for example, you know, like the monster, monsterverse, Transformers, Star Wars, other films, have had different humans in, but then they're like, yeah, that's nice, but I want like the original person. But the second one, it made a very brave choice by doing that, but it was really good. And also basically just said that the guy that you saw and liked in the first one. He basically died of like a virus. How ironic it is, in, you know, this time. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, also as well, I think the story was very well done. Um, it had all types of tones going on. Um, I remember being in the cinema with my teenage self. Um, 
what thinking how in the second one that um, by the way massive spoilers you know if you haven't watched it now sort your life out but anyway um, <laughs> how Caesar I thought he was genuinely dead um, in the second one in the cinema because it wasn't a typical like oh he's he's dead but actually Caesar secretly had like a bulletproof vest on this whole time um, it wasn't like that um, when he came when it when they found him alive I was genuinely like shocked I was like wow and um, if a film makes you feel things other than like disgust and hatred like Justice League um, yeah that film I didn't say justice by the way justice yeah that film deserves to be in the bin <laughs> and also there's a film that came out recently that I think also deserves to be in the bin that's a topic for another day um, if a film makes you feel things it's doing a good job so if it's like you're a bit shocked or um, you're attached to characters they're doing their job well and the final point was what it did with Caesar similar to what Junior was saying about Captain America it brought a character who they you know he was basically went from a pet to a leader to a legend so in terms of character development the way it ended whether you like the film or not because I know some people don't like the third film but even they had to admit that you know like Caesar dying at the end was very powerful and it wasn't just cheap and it had weight to it as well and Caesar if it's CGI character but the it was really you know he had a lot more development than other live action characters we've had in a lot of other films uh, <laughs> yeah I thought, thought those things were really good about that trilogy and oh, before I finish as well somehow they managed the first one was good and the second one was better and then the third one was even uh, well was really good as well so yeah Hmm. Very nice. Um, I guess it's I guess it's my turn now to kind of speak about <laughs> why I think that Madagascar is is one of the best trilogies. Um, I just think it's just it's just great. All it's it's very hard for for trilogies. Or what makes great trilogies is for all three films to be very good. And um, that's kind of like what what Junior mentioned about how. What makes Captain America so good is the character development and how each each film is a little bit different and they kind of progress, which is a big reason of why why I like the Madagascar series because even though there are so many characters and you could literally pick any character as your main character because they all have such big personalities and they grow so much throughout, the, throughout all three films and because they're very they're very different like no matter who you are you can kind of relate to them or you can find interest in at least one of them in or one aspect of their personality um which i think is just it's just great and um there's just there's so many so many funny moments um whether it's in like number one with little things like the old lady when he beats when she beats up alex in the train station <laughs> or like great great characters like even like side characters like King Julian and like Mort and Maurice who just like this little this little funny trio who like are main characters but their personalities basically make them main characters because they're so hilarious um, and it just like runs through the entire 
trilogy like even and then like in number two when they go to Africa and Alex meets his parents it's such an interesting story because you think it's all about all of them and somehow it number two picks a main character of Alex and focuses on that but it still manages to have everyone included at the same time so it's like everyone is kind of having their own story even though Alex is, is the main guy which is amazing and then like number three kind of just rounds it up and even though people might not like it as much or it's not as memorable as the other two it's still just really really good there's like new characters they have like a whole new dynamic which completely changes up how you view it there's like a villain for like oh what's it there's like a french lady who's like an absolute boss like she gets thrown in prison when she's in like rome and then she just like does like that shawshank redemption thing and then like tricks them makes them fall in one hole and then like goes and beats up a bear she's like yeah she's crazy <laughs> but, but i love it um yeah i guess that's why i just i just love it love Madagascar and, and also the sound the soundtrack in all three of the movies is amazing um great great movie songs like I like to move it move it and the Moto Moto song so nice you've got to say it twice <laughs> and all of that but yeah <laughs> okay so I guess on a on a not so positive note the next question is what is your least favourite of the three movies and why so so Ryan what's What's your least favorite? So yeah, my least favorite from from the Tokyo Mogari Spider-Man is well the third one. The reason why is because well again I just already mentioned it from my answer like the whole dancing scene I thought was just kind of like did we really need that? Like understand <laughs> like we under, I understand why like we um he acts the way that he is it's because of the whole Venom well, spoiler alert but the whole Venom suit that that's being part of that's being part of him and all that stuff and it's because of that's making him more aggressive but it's just certain things like i feel like they could have just took it like in a different direction to explain like what that suit is doing to him like and um what you know something big that just um help him to realize yeah I, this is not good for me um also i feel like the um like the whole like amnesia thing for um well Green Goblin Jr. Well, uh, who like they call Green Goblin Jr. Like it's something like it's there. I don't really like necessarily like care for it as much. But it's just to like because I feel like it was just the um writer's way to tell them like yeah they were be- they were friends before. How about we just bring that back again? But I feel like they could have just kept continued on that where you just had two friend people that were you know that were friends but because of the whole misunderstanding between Peter and his father you now they end up becoming enemies I feel like they should have just continued on with that you know as much as possible and then to the end of his you know to him losing his life but yeah the third one is definitely the weakest um because I, I do remember like times when I was a kid when I seen the trailers I'm like yo this is gonna be the best but after like fi- you know watching it for like a good what I feel like seemed like to me seemed like forever I was just like could have been better but yeah that's just me though I feel like the third one is definitely the weakest hmm. yeah 
yeah, I see that. I see that. <laughs> Tim, Tim, what about you? What's your your least favorite of the three, and why? Um, I think it's the first one, but the only that literally the only reason is isn't because it's bad or anything. I dislike in it. It's just the one I love the least out of all of them. So I think they're all really good, and it's a very boring answer, but. That's just the one I love the least. I don't think there's anything in it that I'll be like, yeah. Usually I have a rule if like, I film three things that make no sense or something like that, you can excuse them. But I didn't even have to use that with this film. It was, yeah, sort of my perfect trilogy of films. Hmm. Well, let's see if, if Junior will have the same, the same answer. What about you, Junior? What's the... Your least favorite and why? Well, in a shocking twist, um, I'm actually very much the same as Tim. Uh, for me, it's Captain America One, uh, the first Avenger. Not because just the same thing like Tim said. Um, not because it's not good. Um, it's just the one I think is not as spicy as the as number two or number three. Specifically, number two. That that's like the extra spice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like there was there was nothing particularly wrong with the first Avenger. I just feel like the other two surpass it. They they take what it what it the foundation that it built and they improve on it. But it was already a good foundation. So yeah, if I had to pick one, I'd say the the first Avenger is my least favorite of the three. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think I'm, 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 I have a similar answer to you. Um, because for me, I think the the first one, as as much as it hurts me to say, the first one is is my least favorite. But as as Tim said, not because it's bad, but because it's the one I love the least. And also, as you said, Junior, it's kind of like it, it's the great foundation, but the other two just like taken that and built on it. Um, so yeah, it's just it's it's interesting how it's either like trilogies is the foundation is strong and it builds on it, or just number three isn't isn't as spicy as the first two. But I guess we all we all have a great love for the, the second movie in the trilogies. Mm. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'd agree with that. And also as well, um, we should remember that that's how films are actually supposed to be. It's supposed to be getting better as it goes along. But because we're so used to, you know, studios or certain directors, they make the film and like maybe the second one is like the best. Or the second one's not quite as good as the first and it just goes downhill. So in on paper, films are supposed to just get only get better from the first one. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. That is that is true. Um, so a, a bonus, bonus, bonus question. Um who is your your favorite your favorite character um, from from your trilogy? So if it is it the the main one, um, if it is the main one, then add a, add a plus one as well. So um, so, so junior, who are your 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 favorite characters? Okay, so I mean, <laughs> it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Um, obviously, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Captain America himself. <gasps> Um, to be honest, to be <laughs> um, to be honest, if I'm if I'm completely honest, in each film, it changes. So like in 
Captain America 1, yeah, it was just Steve Rogers because didn't really know enough about Bucky really to say he was like my favorite guy. Um, in I was about to say episode two, in um, <laughs> in Winter Soldier, it's harder for me because Steve did some spicy techers, like he was just doing some, ma- he was doing a madness. Like, he, when he went that elevator scene was too spicy when he was just like. Before we get started, does anyone want to get off? I was like, my G, my G. I was like, this guy right here, too hard, wouldn't he? And then Bucky was just doing the fullest. He was just, and the way his arm was making those metallic noises, I was like, nah, this guy too hard. <laughs> and then Nick Fury was like, brother, got to just bear, just got to do a mole man technique and just jump in the earth real quick and escape this car. Like, everyone was doing their most, in it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so it's harder in, in the second film I kind of feel like the ensemble itself was just like my favourite character but then in Captain America uh, 3 for me weirdly enough my favourite characters were it's going to sound a bit controversial almost I guess was Iron Man and Black Panther mm. not just because Black Panther is Black Panther but <laughs> Iron Man I, the reason why it, it was weird because I felt like obviously I want to support Captain America it's his film but he kind of went about what he did the wrong way. It was like, Iron Man is a close enough friend of yours, you should have been able to just go to him and talk to him, even though it's involving your other best friend. But Iron Man, even though he was, he wanted to do the right thing, but obviously being him, it wasn't always the potentially the right way to do it. And I just felt like the introduction for Black Panther was really, really nice. Like, they just did it really well. And I liked how he was jump he was dropped straight into the story but it felt very organic it didn't feel like oh we're just attaching this guy to the story he was very much a part of the gears that made the film return um yeah so i think that's that's probably what i'd have to say iron man black panther for captain america 3 the ensemble for captain america 2 and steve himself for captain america 1. very nice very nice ryan what about about so yeah um Two of my favorites, I would say. Well, Spider Man, obviously, yeah, because it's Spider Man. And yeah, I feel like um, Peter Parker, like, I feel like with him, like, most people, even including myself, would kind of like relate to him in a sense where you're rooting for the main guy to like get the girl and also like do what he can to protect his city. But another one of personal favorites is uh, definitely, um, I think it's Jameson, the um, news reporter. Um, like, he's just always against <laughs> and, and of course the spicy memes that come that comes after that as well <laughs> yeah, no, so true. I feel like one of my favorite oh parts my is like what, because of like the whole like Peter Parker his life is going like spiraling you know to the point where he just lost his powers and then you just got him like saying like okay maybe I was kind of tough on him you know, seeing all this happening and we have no hero, uh, I kind of miss him. And the next, you know, just sees him just take the suit back. And he's like, no, forget this. He's a thief. Get him. I want him. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jay Jameson's Jameson's too funny. And there's, there's memes are forever unique. Okay. Uh, Tim. Tim, what about you? Um... Me, okay. So each of the films it changes. Um, the first one, ironically, had the uh, <laughs> same actor from 
Ryan's trilogy. There's a crossover there. Um, James Franco, I think it is. Um, yeah. He was really good in the first one. But then it also had, didn't have Striker from <laughs> X-Men. Um, he was like the one that was terrible. And then they had someone who looked like he could have been in, you know, but busted or, you know, <laughs> used to be McFly. Oh my goodness, how that, how that group made me because I was always busted. Like, anyway, that's it. Sorry. Um, yeah. So in the first one, it has to be James Franco. I thought he was really good. Um, it what you were thought at first it could have been cheesy, but it was sort of realistic how he interacted with um, Caesar, which was nice. The second one, well, well, firstly I have to say I forgot, I forgot to mention Caesar is just he's too sensational. Because um, in the first one, I even like I'm not going to do it here, but at home I do an impression of the scene where he's like get back in the cage. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then Caesar's just like, no, and then like, it's oh my goodness. But I'm not going to do it here because you have to get your throat like really into it. Uh, right, right, right. But yeah, it, that scene, like, because I think it was a, a homage, as the fancy people would say, um, to the classic one where he's like, uh, what's it? Get your damn dirty hate hand off me. No, get your hand off me, you damn dirty ape. And then, and then, yeah, that's a, yeah. Anyways, so that was really good. And then, um, in the second one, Caesar's just like too saucy in that one as well. So we're gonna um, skip over that. Caesar was really, really good in that one. But then, let me think. Oh, there's the character Maurice in it as well. But I think, sorry, actually. <laughs> Cobra, oh my goodness, Cobra was all sorts of like, he was the perfect villain. He was just too, he was really well written. Imagine you, because a lot of films when they have a villain and they're trying to set them up, it's really forced. But the way Cobra was written, and then he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to burn up the whole place. And then he did. And then <laughs> everyone was like, oh no. And then like, he basically did a scar from Lion King and like nearly finished off Caesar. And he's like, yeah, we're just going to. And the way he interacted with the humans, he was, oh, they made me cringe. They were so dumb. Oh, there's a monkey. Like, you know, this is like literally an ape that could like beat us to death. But let's play around with it and give it some alcohol. Um, yeah. Don't grow Go Stay in school, kids. It will help you. Because um, <laughs> they, they, they clearly didn't. Um, but yeah, Cobra for the second one. And then the third one, um, Maurice, I have to go with Maurice. So that's the orangutan. He was really good. He was solid in the whole trilogy as well. Um, Caesar obviously was just the main star, but yeah, Maurice. So that's the orangutan. Yeah. Hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Um. Yeah. I think I think that's that's a, a good. A good thing throughout all the trilogies is like the characters you like they kind of change throughout so it kind of like it gives depth throughout all of them so um i think for me in madagascar one the og one i think my favorite character is gonna have to be marty the zebra he's just 
it's too funny, too swaggy. Because it's like when you got Chris Chris Rock playing playing the voice, it's just like yeah, this guy's jokes. Then you just like making just like oh. he just is like a solid character. And I know like the film is gonna focus on him and his his story and his dream from well from the start of it. But yeah, I think just solid throughout. He just like adds to the humor, and it kind of just like goes on throughout the entire trilogy, pretty much. Um, and another character that I like from number one, it's gonna have to. Oh, it can't be just one. I've got to give it to all of them. It's got to be the penguins. The penguins are there. They're too. They're too cool. <laughs> it's like, um, and they even have like their own. They had their own spin-off movie as well, and their own spin-off show. So it kind of shows just like how how great they are as characters that they can have that and they can both be successful but yeah the, the penguins are too cool it's like like absolute secret agents but yeah I love them um in number two which is in Africa um I think Alex is the main guy I think he's just he's solid his storyline is great and it kind of shows a bit more into his character why why he is the way he is um and then Oh, I think I'm gonna have to give it to the old lady. It's like, <laughs> what is she doing there on a safari in Africa? And then she tries to like beat him up and kill him a couple of times, but she's just she's too funny. And it's like, yeah, the old lady is, is jokes in that movie. Um, and then for number three, um, I'm gonna have to give it to what was her name, Dubois. So it's like a, she's like a French lady who's trying to like basically capture Alex, but she's like, she's like too, too supreme, but like, and she's kind of crazy as well. But um, she kind of just like spices up the whole film. Um, you have to give it to her, and then also you have to give it to King Julian <laughs> in number three because he's got like this weird relationship where he's like in love with this this bear. Who, who rides a bicycle called Sonia <laughs> and it's just like like Sonia doesn't talk she just like growls she just rides a little tricycle um, for the main part of the movie then he buys her like a Ducati motorcycle, motorcycle and it's just like okay cool this is this is the dynamic this is how it works but um, yeah I just I just love it it's great very funny um, now for the Another question that I was going to ask. If you had to add a fourth movie to the trilogy, uh, whether that's like an extra one at the end or one in between or a prequel, um, what what would you add? Or would you add anything at all? So um, I'm going to ask Ryan. Ryan first. Yeah, that one's a tough question, actually. Um, If I would personally would say keep it the way it is because I feel like for me the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man series is pretty well movie trilogies is actually it's okay on its own is on on its own because like I feel like because number three that I feel like was just wasn't as good as like the first two like just adding another movie could just ruin it entirely um Case an example, hot topic, but case an example, um, Toy Story, like that would have been one of my personal favorite trilogies if the fourth, if the fourth one didn't happen. But no, no spoilers. Don't worry. I, don't I worry. Even <laughs> what? I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but yeah, the, 
um but yeah just that's just me though i personally would just keep it the way it is like just keep like just keep toby Maguire's spider-man the way it is and just add other spider-mans give them their own versions and all that stuff mm. nice 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 so so in ryan's opinion he doesn't want the spider-man for into the Spider-Verse with, with Tobey Maguire then. Well, you're fair, I feel. Okay. Um, Junior, what about, Junior, what about you, Junior? Um, I was thinking, actually, I, I feel like Captain America's trilogy is pretty good. Uh, I mean, you can't really have a prequel because the first film kind of started <laughs> with him not being Captain America at all, and then he became Captain America. So what would he be before that? Just some scrawny old you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, maybe for the fourth film, they could do something uh, a little bit different, so not actually base it on any comic book. Maybe just kind of tell a story within the MCU itself. Uh, maybe have him kind of what I would have done is basically what we see in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but just between the three of them. So you would have Bucky. Falcon and Captain America still being Steve Rogers and them just going around doing a bunch of stuff. I would have been completely fine with that, to be completely honest. Um, but I don't think it's completely necessary. It would have just been nice to see them as a trifecta working and just like, you know, sharing the shield and like a mad scene where they're all throwing it with each other and stuff. That would have been cool. Um, but I don't think it would have been completely necessary. So. Captain America's trilogy is pretty tight, to be honest. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say if you are going to make a fourth film, just have it be like a, a a buddy movie between the three of them. But it's not, yeah, I'm I'm okay with it not being in existence. Hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. Well, uh, what about what about you, Tim? Um, I would continue the story. Um, because the way it finishes off is a nice sort of loop and to the actual the original Planet of Dope films. But um, what I would do is I would bridge the gap. Um, see the legacy of Caesar and his, tr- his child just trying to live up to that legacy. So the way they left it off is like nearly all the humans were gone. Um, so you just... You just really try and focus I don't know what storyline you'd go down but just make it about you know maybe for example they meet other apes or something like that and or if you really want to, to go really out there you have like some other animals that are sort of infected with the simian flu or something and then you know he's sort of dealing with having to not be Caesar so he can't just do that you know it's sort of um, authoritative moments when people are just like, okay, we'll listen to you because you're Caesar. Um, yeah, you could have that. Um, but yeah, the trilogy finished off nicely, but if you do, I think you have to go in a different direction and focus on the sun. And the first film, and if you were going to do another trilogy, it has to focus just on him becoming his own thing and having to live up with the legacy of Caesar and then just becoming his own thing. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah, even even though, like, I I wrote this question, <laughs> I'm not even sure what my answer is, um, because it's like, if you add a prequel, 
I, I, I guess it's kind of a, I'll get into it maybe one day but I don't really like prequels for, for the most part um, because it's like some of them like they're there to explain um, like all the kind of things that you kind of missed but any good any good story or any good film can do it within the traditional trilogy the traditional films that they already have um, and I think yeah you could you could add the fourth movie at the end but you kind of have to create like a whole new storyline like the way Madagascar 3 ends it kind of like they go off and they all join the circus so it's kind of like the whole the whole story of well from beginning was them getting well they left New York and it was just basically them trying to get back home to New York so now they got back home to New York and now they're like you know what let me just stay in the circus it's kind of like now what so did they create like a whole new storyline of them traveling around the circus or running to someone else I don't know but yeah I think great trilogies they're always I think this is what this is what makes what we've said the best trilogies because they stand alone by themselves it's not like oh we need like this extra fourth movie to make it better we need this this out to improve it it's just solid through and through one two and three so um, I guess that's that's enough for us for, for this week um yeah, so we've been discussing trilogies, found out what everyone's opinion is, and um, definitely gonna add some of those to my watch list again, even though I've, I've seen them. <laughs> the the never-ending watch list <laughs> recommended by my friends and family. Um, so yeah, so I'm just gonna outro this by saying, as we normally do, saying goodbye. So thank you, Junior. Thanks, everyone. Great. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, everyone. Great. <laughs> so, so I guess listen out in the future for for when we're covering some gaming topics, and you'll hear Ryan's voice again. Um, so, goodbye from me and everyone here the, today at the Chick Cat Podcast, and uh, we'll see you or hear you next week. Peace out. Bye.